Rod, the president of the San Diego Burglar and Fire Alarm Association, who was also the owner of Alarms Unlimited, got up in front of the uh, other association members for the beginning of the meeting and began to give a long dissertation on the evils of running down your competition. Never, ever say anything bad about your competition. It's never a good idea, he said. And he went on and on about it. I said, okay, fine, we get it. Never run down your competition is what I'd heard in other sales seminars before as well. And I thought, okay, maybe, um, was it true? I mean, was it really that bad? Or, I mean, look at politicians. That seems to be all they do is run down other politicians and they don't seem to stop doing it. And don't you, don't you owe it to your customers to tell them when somebody is a shyster outfit that they're trying to get a bid from? Especially in my industry in security alarm systems in the early days in the 70s and early 80s, uh, this is in California, there was, the market was just rife with corruption and all kinds of scam artists. Somebody would come and say, you don't need one of those alarm systems that have all those messy wires going everywhere. Just put this magic box right here in the middle of your house and it'll protect the whole house just by itself for only a couple thousand dollars. And the high pressure salespeople would then put the fear of burglary and fire into the customer and have them sign right away. Well, that was not my style. I was never high pressure salesperson, neither was my father. But didn't the customer need to know if I knew ahead of time that they were gonna get a bid from somebody who was dishonest? Well, according to most experts, no, you need to say nothing about that. Well. It was about a week later, I got a call from a Mr. Samuelson in La Jolla, wanted a bid for a security system in his home, middle-aged man and his wife. And we gave him a system bid, and I, I gave him my best shot. And he says, well, we're going to get uh, two other bids, but uh, we'll let you know. And I thought, well, okay, uh, my price should be pretty good. But I didn't uh, ask him who the other bidders were that he was going to call. I just said, okay, thank you. Let me know if you have any questions. And that was it. Well, it wasn't uh, more than a week or two weeks after that, I assumed that Mr. Samuelson had gotten his company to do the job for him, and that was it. But I was surprised when he called and says, you know, we've decided to go with your company. If you want to come over and sign the contract, we can get started. So I said, that's great. I came over to his house and I filled out the contract and he signed it and then he paused a second and says, you want to know why we chose your company? I said, sure. Um, well, we had decided to go with Alarms Unlimited, but uh, when he heard that we were also getting a bid from your company, he went on a, a rampage of how that was the dumbest thing to do because you guys were just a bunch of fly-by-night operators would be gone in six months. And we would be making a bad mistake if we went with you. And I says, is that right? Alarms Unlimited said that? He says, that's right. So we decided to go with you. Well, that was an eye-opener for me. I guess the saying really is true. Don't badmouth your competition. Um, it's so ironic, though, that this is the very company that had been giving us the lecture two weeks earlier at the association meeting, how it, you should never denigrate your competition and yet that's exactly what he did 
a week after that, and it cost him a job. So how do you handle your competition? Well, it's not like one person. We had uh, five customers on one street up in La Jolla in the hills. And one day we got a call from a customer that says that their alarm yard sign had been stolen. I thought, oh, great. So I go up there to that street, and sure enough, it was gone. And all of the other ones on the same street were gone. Obviously, somebody from another company had thought that the best way to compete against our company was to take away our yard signs for that little bit of advertising that's out on the street, thinking that this would help their chances of getting jobs in the future. And I thought to myself at that time, says, that was an awful big chance this person took stealing from these people. If they had gotten caught, it would have been a disaster of PR relations in the news that an alarm company operator was stealing other company signs. Couldn't he have done a lot better use of his time if he had been spending it on promoting his company and, and asking for sales instead of stealing yard signs from his competition? Well, how do you handle your competition then? Everyone has competition. Every one has a competitor of some sort or another, whether you're in a business or not. If you're a young male or female, you have competition for your mates that you're trying to attract. If you're um, a company that uh, strictly does volunteer work, your competition is other volunteer organizations that might want to attract your same people. Everyone has some form of competition. Even if you have an un usual product or service that no one else offers your competition is the other products and services that would compete for that money perhaps if you had the greatest car wash in the town that would be wonderful but your customer needs to buy a new stove instead so that's a higher priority to them so at that time your competition is a stove everyone has competition so how do you deal with it First, learn all you can about your competition. Have a notebook if you have a set of regular competitors and keep a record of your competition and what they offer and uh, as much as you can about their prices and so forth for your own knowledge. And then if you are asked by a customer about the competition, you can say, well, yes, I'm familiar with them. I'm sure they would do a fine job. And then specifically list what you do in your company as if to say that you're the only one that does it. Whether somebody else does it or not, all that matters is that you emphasize what you can do for the customer. And I don't mean platitudes. I don't mean say, we offer a quality service. Our customers are important. None of this nonsense. Be specific with what you do. For instance, when it comes to service, our company started using handheld two-way radios this long before cell phones, so that if our office needed to get a hold of any one of the installers or myself or my father, anybody in the company, they would just get on the radio and call out and over a repeater service up in a mountain, we could be reached with these little handheld radios anywhere in the county pretty much. And we could get back to a customer almost instantly. So I would hold up the radio, push the key button, and you could hear the squelch tail go, Shh! and it gave a graphic example of how we believed in excellent customer service. Another way I showed that uh, we tested all of our products and I did that by having a large photograph and I would show the photograph with 
me at a workbench, and behind that workbench was covered with electronic test equipment, which we had. It was old test equipment, but it still had the effect of showing that we were a high-tech company. And I was physically testing each component, which we did before we took to every job. So these are specific examples of why you're a better choice than the competition. Whether the competition does those things or not, you need to emphasize what you do. Well, one time, just one time that I can remember, I decided to throw this uh, rule out the window because I was asked to give a bid by a friend of mine. He was working for a company and they wanted a security system. And uh, the owner of the company told this guy to get a couple bids. When I found out that one of the bids he was going to get was from Police Security, a company that was notorious for being characters, I'll put it that way, uh, I said, please don't go with them. Use anybody but Police Security. They are suing the San Diego Burglar and Fire Alarm Association for violation of ethics complaints. And they're the least of the companies that you want to go with. Well... Right after I had said that, the guy kind of looked at me helplessly like, you know, it's not his choice to make that decision. Do you think I got the job? Of course not. But I felt terrible afterwards. I had stooped to the level of running down the competition. Did it help me? No. I felt bad about it for years and years. I still remember it 45 years later. It was a dumb idea and it did not help me at all. So... Don't run down your competition. Stress what you do best, and you will do best. That's the episode for today. This is Stanley Diaz. If you have any comments, please leave me a review, and you can reach me by email at riskandcommitment, all one word, at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Till later. Bye.